You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 1960s Reboot Podcast. I'm your host, Matt D. Tonight is a very special episode. We have our first interview, and we're talking all about things monstrous, as I have with me Mr. Eddie Munster himself, Butch Patrick. Thank you, Butch, for joining me tonight. You're more than welcome. Thank you. So before I dive into these questions, how have you been doing during this, this pandemic of COVID-19? i did very, very well. Um, I feel sorry for people that didn't, but I had flown out to California March 13th and of last year. And in March 16th, they locked the uh, state down in, in California. And my sister in her house, I mean, she's got an extra bedroom for me and the dog likes me and she lives four blocks from the beach in Manhattan. So I had a very nice transition situation where I was around family and loved ones. And, uh, you know, spent a lot of time walking on the beach just to kill time. So, yeah, I, I did okay. And then I, I actually got on the road. Uh, ooh, did you hear that? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Monster weather. So I uh, spent a lot of time. Uh, I did I did really well. I didn't get sick. And uh, about four months into it, I traveled back east and put 4,800 miles on my truck, collected all my stuff, and uh, did a 14-state tour and made it back to Los Angeles, where I then hung out a little bit longer. And then I recently started heading uh, east about two months ago. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're you're weathering the pandemic well. Um, yes, thank you. Butch, uh, you were seven years old when you were cast as Eddie Munster. What was it like for you to be one of the stars of a regular ser- series at such a young age? Well, I, you know, I had done two series prior to the Munsters. Uh, when I was seven years old, I got cast in General Hospital. First year, it was on, first, I did the first episode ever when it was you know, first year, first episode. And then I did a year of the real McCoys, uh, a year before the Munsters. And in between, I did a lot of guest starring roles on very popular shows of the day and some movies. Uh, but when the Munsters came along, it was a special situation because of the, the nature of uh, the monsters and the special effects and the cars and being at Universal. So it was good. It was a good experience. Awesome. Fantastic. I know watching the series growing up, it was something that, that really caught my eye a lot. And, you know, at the time I was watching it, I was eight, nine years old and I, I really enjoyed seeing, um, you know, the Universal Monsters on, on the little screen TV. And my dad was big into uh, um, the classic cartoons and, and the Hot Rod uh, magazines. Yeah. So seeing the Munster Mobile was really kind of awesome. I mean, this, this, there's this tricked out hearse that had these huge stacks, and it was, it was a really cool series. The Munster Coach and the Dragula were, the show had a lot of interesting and cool stuff, but the cars were a really nice touch from George Barris. And they used to be my favorite uh, scripts for when the Munster Coach was featured because I got to ride around in the back. You know, it was a very cool car. And we were always outside in it. So that was neat that we got to see the sun and we got to ride the Munster Coach. And then I get to go down the street to George Barris' shop, which was about a mile, mile and a half away from the studio, and go visit him during the next two years whenever I had free time and go see what he was up to doing other people's cars other than the Munster Coach. So that was fun. That's awesome. I assume you were a big car head kid growing up. I was building models of cars. Yeah, I enjoyed cars and building models or Aurora monster models and airplane models and slot cars were all the rage. And I was 
making my own slot cars. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I had a real, you know, I was very lucky. I had a very cool childhood. My mom had married a baseball player at the time and he was with the, uh, California angels, Los Angeles angels back then. And he came from the Yankees where he was Mickey Mantle's roommate. Um, so he had a really good baseball pedigree and I got to go to the ballpark all the time and meet all the other teams and all the players. And it was wonderful. Cool. That's, 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 that's awesome. Speaking of, you know, meeting famous people like, you know, baseball players, Mickey Mantle, you got to work alongside some, some rather funny actors like Al Lewis and, and Fred Gwynn. What was it like working with those? I mean, what kind of a relationship did you guys have on screen and off? Well, you know, I didn't really hang around too much off screen. I was a kid on a professional level, you know, we were great. And uh, on, a, on a personal level, we were friendly. Awesome. In your opinion, what what really made the the Munsters a, a hit with the audience? Oh, probably the production value and the fact that the the actors actually came together and became a believable family unit. That you know the household, even though he was Frankenstein, but you never thought of him as Frankenstein. As soon as he started speaking, he was Herman Munster. He didn't have any kind of fear factor or any scare factor at all. And, uh, the, the, and the writing was very good. People had done leave it to beaver produced it. They had a very good spin and a grasp of writing, uh, family friendly stuff. And then you had the universal studio, which was the monster studio supplying the look and the texture of the sets and the makeup and everything. And, uh, then we had great guest stars as well. So, so there really wasn't a weak link at the whole show. Music was great. Guest stars were great. Um, it was good. It, it was, it was, a, it had a lot of production value. Great. I, you know, I like how you make it sound like it was like this huge chain of, of everything just kind of falling into place. Um, and you, you mentioned the, the special effects. Since it was shot in black and white, what kind of makeup did they put on your face? I mean, did they use like any kind of color makeup? I mean, because I know from a certain film point of view, they tend to use like off colors to kind of like make contrast in black and white film. Was there anything like that on the set? We were all mostly kind of a grayish light gray bluish hue but the the um the eyes the shadowing for yvonne was green and fred had blue accents and al had like white and blue we all had little nuances but overall everybody was pretty much a shade of grayish blue nice yeah i know um the other show that was in competition with yours the adams family i know that their sets they look very very pink and 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 mauve and and definitely some contrasting colors. So I, I always think it's kind of neat to get from an actor's point of view, what, what the sets looked like at that, at that time period when they were shooting everything in black and white. Well, you know, the Adams family set was, was basically a house. I mean, they, 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 they were eccentric and they, they dressed a little differently, but they were human form. They weren't monsters. They were, I, in fact, I, I jokingly tell people the difference between the monsters and the Adams family were the monsters were people who looked like monsters and the Adams family were actually monsters who looked like people. And, um, <laughs> But the, uh, the, the, this, the set and the, you know, we had huge amounts of dirt and huge amounts of cobwebs and, 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 um, dry ice down in the, in the, in the dungeon and, uh, uh, you know, Jacob's ladders doing sparks, all kinds of special effects, uh, much more than the Adams family. And luckily, you know, we were not in direct competition with them. We were on Thursday, they were on Friday, but we both helped each other's existence because whether you enjoyed one more than the other, there's a very good chance you watched them both. Awesome. Kind of a behind the scenes thing here. What made Universal Studios pick you for the child role of Eddie Munster? 
you know, whenever you're a kid actor, you go for a role, you just, uh, this particular role, they had actually hired someone else, a guy named Happy Derman. I wasn't living in Hollywood at the time, so I wasn't around for the original casting calls. Um, but when the networks said we need another kid and we need another mom, so they brought in Yvonne Carlo, and my agent convinced them that I was the right kid for the job, but they would have to fly me in from Illinois, which she did. And uh, my mom at that time was living in the East Coast with my stepdad, who had then been traded from the Angels to the Senators. And I was living with my grandmother in, in Missouri. So when I got off the plane and they hired me, I had to make uh, arrangements to you know, live with my uncle, which was fine. But I had to hire a woman to take me to work. So uh, it became kind of an unusual situation for an 11-year-old kid to be commuting 30 miles a day with you know, a woman that you know, isn't a family member and, and being your guardian and living with your uncle. And then once a month getting on a plane and flying back to Washington, D.C. to see your mom and your stepdad and your, and your sister. So it was kind of a hectic, uh, a hectic role, you know, for a few years, but it, but it was OK. Outside of the characters, we kind of talked a little bit about about the hot rods. And uh, from what I understand, you have two two replicas of the of the classic uh, hot rods, the uh, Monster Mobile and the, the, the drag. Um, I'm sorry. Dragula. Dragula. Yes. Um, how did you, how'd you wind up with those? It just sounds like a really cool thing to, to pick up. It is. I have a very unique situation. What I do, I was uh, working a haunted attraction in Virginia about 10 years ago. And um, the gentleman who lived in the area that had built the cars that I own now was hired to uh, be there. He dressed up as grandpa Munster and he had this Munster coach and he came and picked me up at the hotel and drove me to the event. And one thing led to another, and we became friends. And afterwards, I would try to book him, and he would try to help book me when we would do events together. And when he decided that he wanted to sell his cars and his trailer and his truck, he reached out to me to see if I knew a buyer. And I, um, I told him that I would love to acquire him if we could come to terms, which we did. And for the first year, he went on the road with me and drove the truck and the trailer. And then after the first year, I had pretty much paid, paid off the cars and two and a half years as opposed to three and um i went on it and started doing it myself so yeah i found a really cool niche for me to do automotive events personal appearances with the cars i'm a big gearhead anyway so uh, i found that i was now no longer just a celebrity at a table at a uh, comic book convention or at a or at a collectible convention i was now uh, bringing in a 34-foot trailer with two entire hollywood vehicles to set up shop you know, elevated me to event status. I, I gotta say, I, I, I'm not much of a gearhead myself, but I'm, I really love cars. Um, you know, I, I know enough to, to, to fix something, but seeing those hot rods is always a fun thing to see. Um, you know, growing up in the, in the, uh, Chicagoland area, I, I definitely got to check out a lot of the cool, uh, hot rods going on at the uh, Juliet raceway. And I've always wanted to like be right up close to the, uh, the Munster mobile. So if myself or my listeners wanted to go check out your your Munster Mobile and your the Dragula, where can they where can they find you um, next? Well, the best thing to do is I've got a uh, an interesting situation. I own Munsters.com. Everything that I do is listed at Munsters.com as well as the store for merchandise or collectibles or bi- biographies. Everything Munsters, and then I also run the official Munsters fan group, which has uh, almost twenty seven thousand members. Um, uh, I have a woman uh, in Indiana, Lois, who runs it, and she keeps a really close ship, a, a tight ship on it, keeps a close eye on it. It's very family friendly. Uh, no, you know, if, if it wouldn't be on the show, it wouldn't be on the fan group. 
You know, that's that's a, it's totally a G-rated fan group, but uh, it's wonderful. People love it. It's very active. Uh, as, as you know, I started it five years ago, and 27,000 members is quite a few members. Uh, we add about 100 a week consistently, and um, people love it. So that's what I do. And uh, now with uh, the Rob Zombie movie coming out, I'm going to actually um, – Go, go visit with Rob very soon about it. And uh, he uh, ideally, hopefully, he's, he's going to let me do something to participate in it. But the, the, the cat's out of the bag now. So a lot <laughs> of activity, a lot of uh, people reaching out and a lot of curiosity seekers wondering, wanting to know what, what, you know, what kind of movie will it be. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's Rob's movie. We'll find out. <laughs> well, I have an awesome suggestion for you. Center it around an older Eddie Munster. Make, make an older Eddie Munster the star, and let's just have it, an, uh, like the next go. Munster's the next generation. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, I don't have much more. I don't want to keep you too long. Uh, there is one last question I want to ask ask you, and honestly, it's it's I'm gonna I'm stealing it from the Simpsons, and it, it, it's more of a funny question. Is okay if your father was a monster and your mother was a vampire, why were you a werewolf? Because it was funnier for me to be a werewolf than another vampire, like Grandpa <laughs> and Lily. So we needed we needed a variation for Eddie to be howling at the moon, as opposed to flying around like Igor the bat. We had plenty of bats. <laughs> it's another question. Creative license in Hollywood. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, one other question: What was your your favorite episode from the Munsters? That's really hard to pin down. I got several. Uh, definitely Zombo is up there. Uh, Hot Rod Herman is up there. Eddie's nickname, where I grew the beard and went and saw Dr. Dudley is up there. And there's <laughs> lots of other good ones, but those, those three, I think come back a little googie uh, with Bill Mooney visiting as a bratty little kid. And they, turned it, they think they turned him into a monkey and Bill Mooney is a good friend. So it was nice to have another kid on the set. Visit <laughs> but uh, Herman, the rookie where he played baseball, Country Club Munster, where we went to the golf course, comes to mind. Uh, any of the ones that were Herman didn't want to disappoint his son and always tried to do stuff with him. That, those were always good ones. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's what kind of really worked well with the show was, was the on-screen relationship between Herman and Eddie and how much of like a, a great father figure, you know, and you mentioned that, you know, it was, it was done, it was written by the same people that did Leave it the Beaver. And, you know, there were some good, you know, wholesome moral values ingrained into the show even if they were you know monstrous creatures so i've always well, been a you know, this, in this day and age the uh the little the little uh statement that, that that he makes to me when i lose my beard and he goes eddie have you learned anything about this i go yeah i'll never make fun of mom's soup no it doesn't <laughs> matter what you look like you can be tall or fat or short or thin or handsome like your father or ugly or you can be you know black and white and yellow and any color it's the strength of your heart and the size you know the size of your character and the strength of your heart or the strength of your character and the size of your heart that has gotten over 100 million views especially in this day and age that everything is upside down so it's one of the more i get a lot of people co contact me just because of that little conversation at the dinner table and now see there's another thing about the monsters it was old school sitting at the dinner table and we always ate together we had a meal together. He worked a regular job. She took care of the house. Grandpa went down to the dungeon and got into mischief. And he went to school. <laughs> Marilyn went to college. It was just an atypical family, except for the obvious look. We thought she was unfortunate and homely. She didn't see us as monsters. She saw us as a loving family. So it was great. And it's a great show even to watch in, in repeats today. I know uh, I've been a big fan of the Monster Series. And, and I want to thank you 
um, Mr. Patrick Butch for uh, being part of such a great television show and uh, bringing home a little bit of that moral um, high ground in a, in a fun, monstrous way. No, I said it's a, it was a unique, one-of-a-kind show. And I just said, oh, how popular it is 57 years later. Awesome. Well, I am going to uh, go ahead and wrap this up. And um, okay. thank, thank you again, uh, Mr. Patrick. And everyone, go check out the uh, Munsters uh, Fan Club website. What was that again, uh, Butch? It's the official Munsters Fan Group and Munsters.com. Um, I'm Matt D. And this has been the 60s Reboot Podcast. All my listeners, if you've enjoyed this episode, please check out more of our episodes at our website, theemcpod.net forward slash 60s reboot, or at any of your favorite podcast catchers like Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at 60s reboot and check out Mr. Eddie Munster, Butch Patrick at his uh, Twitter account. I believe it is at EW Munster. BP Munster. And also, I have a, a, a YouTube channel that's called Coach to Coast with a K, K-O-A-C-H, like Munster Coach, to K-O-A-S-T, like West Coast, Coast to Coast. Fantastic. Coast to coast. Well, thank you thank so you. much. And uh, enjoy that wonderful, wonderful weather. <laughs> Munster weather. Yeah, I will. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>